Welcome to the Brothers Random Show. My name is Travis. I'm Michael. And we are two ordinary brothers discussing extraordinary ideas and some random shit. So the but topics... Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so the topics on the show are uh, mostly will be uh, filled with uh, theology, politics, masculinity, movies, books, pop, pop culture, and many other subjects. We will be talking about people we admire and learn from and the wisdom that they project. People such as Ben Shapiro, Thomas Sowell, Matt Walsh, Megan Kelly, Chris Williamson of Modern Wisdom, Joe Rogan, Candace Owens, Adam Carolla, Larry Elder, Gary Vanderchuk, Barry Weiss, Mike Rowe, basically everybody at the Daily Wire, and um, and especially from Jordan Peterson, who we believe is the sage of our time. If you do not agree with any of the teachings of the previously mentioned people, we ask you kindly to move on and fuck off michael why are we here <laughs> uh so we started just talking it was after, it was after covid it's after covid oh, yeah yeah and it, towards the end of covid we just started talking over the phone and Pretty much like once a week. Yeah. 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 We were just once a week, we talk on the phone and both of us are Jordan Peterson fans uh, and a lot of overlap and just things that we were listening to, you know, books that we were reading and things like that. And just enjoying, enjoying our conversations once a week uh, about stuff like that. And we, you you actually mentioned it first. You're just like, one day you're just like, dude, what if we just started recording, recording these conversations? These. So for me, I've been wanting to pretty much do a podcast for a long time. And there were two separate iterations when I was originally thinking about it. I mean, I even bought the equipment. This was right before COVID. So for me, I had a better job, a job that was um, paying the bills and gave me a lot of time off. And uh, due to COVID, I lost that job. And what it did do is it enabled me to, uh, so I was on the road all the time with my new job, enabled me to call anybody I wanted to. And so I started calling you. So the two iterations that I originally thought of is one, I thought, what if we watched shitty movies got together and just talked about shitty movies. And this was years ago when I thought about that, you know, like movies that are like guilty pleasures, like uh resident evil movies. Do you remember those? Oh, okay. Yeah. There's like yeah. six, there's like I, six I of those movies. Call those movies shitty, but <laughs> they are shitty. They you, are like terrible when, movies, when, but they're entertaining. When you say shitty. I, I think like, uh, what's that dog one? The, or, or like, uh, uh, piranha. Or like, oh yeah, uh, well, like they're they're movies, Megadome or whatever. Yeah, Piranha like 3D and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like oh, these 3D. are so terrible. So you get to see boobies like yeah. 3D, mm -hmm. the close personal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so. they're not good. So that was my first idea for a podcast. You know, just watching crappy movies. And then my second idea came along as like, well, why why would I just talk about terrible movies? I I like talking about movies that I like. So I thought, oh, what about what if I started a 
podcast where we just talk about movies. So the thing is, is Ooh, we should start- put Critical Drinker in that influence because oh yeah, yeah, I'm he's a another fan. One. Yeah, I am. A, Shout I'm out a to fan. Critical Drinker. Shout out you know, to Critical if you, Drinker. If you're watching this, brother, he's like, def- he's definitely a non PC kind of guy. So um, <clears throat> there's that. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, he uh, he. Uh, uh, so we started a pod. So after COVID, I'm talking to you probably uh, weekly, and we had a discussion about the Bible being true and if it mattered. And these are topics that Jordan Peterson talks about quite a bit. Um, So if any of the audience is interested, you're going to need to go look up some Jordan Peterson videos about the Bible. And they are very, very good. Uh, He has a, a series on daily wire plus called Exodus that by and far is one of the best things he's ever produced. And um, we will be discussing that at length through the course of the podcast that we're doing. We will probably um, do some commentary on that stuff. Um, But anyway, the story is, is that when I, we had a discussion about that and we were both talking about the Bible and we just decided and I said, why Why aren't we recording these? I mean, the, that discussion was so deep and so awesome, Michael. It gave me chills going up and down my back. And that was, what, two months ago that we did that? So, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we just, just thought, well, why aren't we recording these and let people listen to them? So we will get heavily into theology, uh, mainly because how were we raised, Michael? Well, addressing the elephant in the room, we were raised polygamist, uh, fundamentalist Mormons, and is, is the is the non pejorative term for them, right? Yeah, fundamentalist polygamist is the nice way of talking about them. So there's that, and we can we we're gonna we're gonna kind of go into a little bit of a timeline but to 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 bring it home to a few people that might know or understand uh cody brown is our brother and uh cody brown of sister wives on tlc and we a reality show on tlc for the audience who doesn't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you have been on the show I have not. I have. I've been on the show. You never wanted to to partake, and I get that, and it's totally cool. This will not be about that show. This podcast, we are just telling audiences where we come from. Um, It's going to get out. It's it's going to get out. We might as well just address it. Yes, we are Cody Brown's brothers. We We have less hair. Talk. So, uh, so yeah, there's the, the elephant in the room. Uh, he's a reality TV star. I haven't watched the show in shoot 15 years. I don't, how long has the show been going? It's, I don't even know how long it's been going. 13 years. I think it's been 13, 14 years. Yeah. 
And I basically watched everything that was on Netflix, and then that was it. Was I don't it on think Netflix? it's even on Netflix anymore. Yeah, uh, it was, was on Netflix. At one point, there was like three seasons or something like that huh. on Netflix, and that was it. That's and crazy. I just watched. I just watched what was on Netflix, and then that was it. So it so so bizarre that it would be for on us. Netflix. It was for, and I don't know if you felt this way, but for me, it was like watching a family like documentary. It was like watching a family. Well, yeah, I was hearing. Uh, I was hearing about movies. major things weird. that happened in their lives uh, from the show. I was like, "Really? That's how that happened? Why didn't Cody call us and ask us for some help or something? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just crazy. It, you know, it's all good, but it's reality. Uh, it, it's not I, really, I, really real. <laughs> Everybody's. <laughs> I don't know. It's don't like know. heightened reality, is what it is. So. <laughs> uh, they so, got they got to tell a story. So yeah. Anyway, that's so, a little bit of our background, and I'll kind of we're gonna we're gonna dial it back because a lot of stuff has been coming out. I mean, you've got under the banner of heaven. You've got keep sweet, pray, and obey, which is on which, Netflix. Uh, under the banner of heaven, uh, by the way, is on FX and very good. Um, and who? And that's disturbing. where I watched it. Was through hulu i think F- fx is the company oh. sorry fx through hulu it it, yeah, yeah. it gets a little okay, technical cool, cool, cool. but but i yep, can totally write people with that stuff so uh just a quick i guess a quick background on both of us we were both raised in a polygamist uh uh i call i like to call it cult light kind of like coke light like like coke i like to i don't know the lds church would probably be cult light yeah, maybe we were a little bit more cult we'll, and we'll get into the history <laughs> just, we'll get into honest. the history of this but um so i have uh let's see um i left in high school i left the the the, the fundamentalist church which what did we what did we call ourselves at the time do you remember there the was name a group there group. was the work it was called the work technically technically it was called the aub apostolic A-U-B. united brethren Brother, yes and, and it, i left in high school you actually married a girl who was in it and then and then left right is that yeah, how it worked i was in it for a long time and we can kind of talk about like our yeah. process my or at least my process of being in it and then leaving so okay. if we'll kind of we'll kind of so, get into that i guess the hubris of starting a podcast uh, channel on YouTube where there are millions, trillions, maybe, who knows, is that we were having these discussions and I thought, and we also, we both thought, we were like, um, we kind of have a unique perspective because of the way we were raised. Not not wholly unique because there are several people who've left the LDS church or the fundamentalist church for lack of anything better to call them polygamists is what we call them i guess but we both left um i joined the lds church i uh, i'm still considered a member even though i don't go to church there's a lot of complication in our beliefs and we'll get into that so um you let's go with some you've left well, yeah. you left 
let's just say you left recent. It's been within the last five years. Oh, six years, I guess. Six I mean, okay. it's kind of weird because there was never really like we just kind of stopped going. Yeah, it and was, that's how it, there's never really it like a uh, well, and I'll I can talk kind of talk about like some definite points in time yeah that were like all right i don't know about this i don't know if i'm gonna come back to this to meetings or whatever the case may be yeah yeah where i kind of it, it was a progression right yeah. there was a progression yeah. that that kind of happened and we just kind of quit going and i i'm sure a lot of people lds might kind of relate a little bit to that where it's just like well i don't know about this well i don't know about this and then just kind of quit going and just progressively just the extreme kind of away i guess well there yeah. are extremes because you see like oh. these people who leave and then they just go nuts and then they're like promiscuous and they're all over the place with, with their religious beliefs and stuff like that. And then there's these extremes where they were, you know, they self isolate, you know, I, I, I don't know enough of them. You probably know more of them because I left a lot earlier than I made it very clear yeah. when I left that I had no intentions of living this way. Yeah. So why don't yeah. we get into the history? Yeah. Yeah. And you, Which, you wrote, and side you, note on there's like, we, you know, hopefully down the road, we'll kind of have some of these people on that, that have had that progression yeah. out as well. Ben, Ben Brown, uh, starting a, being a comedian, he's my, he's our nephew. He, he's uh, our nephew. And we may not uh, agree with him, uh, I guess, ideology on, in, in socially, politically things, but, yeah. but, it would be great to, to, to have him on and, and some others to, to kind of dig deep into their like progression out and things like that. Uh, whether it be out of, uh, polygamy or just out of the LDS church. So, but yeah, let's, let's go into some history. Okay. So, uh, I'm just gonna, we'll go over kind of a timeline a little bit for a lot of people who are listening who have no idea. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not yeah. now let's I'll be Oh disclaimer. You know, yeah. Dis disclaimer. We are disclaimer. not experts at anything. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of ideas and that's what we're talking about. So the disclaimer here is don't sue us if we get something wrong. I'm sure in the comments we will have the correctors. Because that there happens. Will be plenty of trolls and to be honest also there'll be there'll be people who will legitimately know a little bit more or better and they can in the comments correct us that's totally cool like uh, let's be nice people let's be cool but the correctors they will correct <laughs> us <laughs> right so uh, uh so in the spring of 1820 is the the Supposedly when the first vision happened, right? With Joseph Smith, right? Ex explain the first vision. No, not first everybody's going to know. Yeah, no, not, not everybody's going to know. But basically, uh, Joseph Smith, the founder of is, the LDS Church. It is believed 
the Joseph Smith that he Allegedly. was searching for the true church, the right church, right? Yeah. And basically inquired. He read in the Bible. Um, I'm going to watch it, but I, it's James five ten, I think that where it says, uh, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And uh, which is a great premise, but he went out in the woods apparently. And um, I say, apparently but I should be honest. I, I'm, I'm still on the fence about a lot of this stuff. So I, as it's are kinda we both, just, because we're both I, still searching. Yeah. So, so uh, we should have Ben on cause he'll just be like, ah, <laughs> bullshit. So it'd be fun yeah. to just kind of, well, that's why I'm stuff. saying allegedly, right? Yeah. So, so it's allegedly so, he went into right. a forest and he, and God, it was God in Jesus. Uh, yes. So two personages. Yes. Supposedly, two you know, God, the Indian. father, Jesus Christ. Right. Which kind of flies in the face of a lot of Christianity because of the, the kind of the notion of the Trinity being yeah. that they're, they're all one. They're, they're all one, right? So that right off the bat, he's kind of going flying in the face of a lot of Christian uh, beliefs, mm-hmm. and so uh, and with with this, let me kind of where we're talking about these things. I, I live in Utah, and I have great people that I love who are still staunch. Every word of the Book of Mormon is true, kind of stuff. So I just want to, you know, we are not trying address to address it with love. It down. Yeah. Yeah. Address it with love. We still yes. have family members that are in the LDS church, but then also the polygamous church mm-hmm. that we love. Right. So we, but we don't want to address any of this with like guile or, or Malice. hatred. Um, we can, we can have Ben on for that, but <laughs> <laughs> so, so he'll uh, rise to so, the yeah. occasion. So first vision, two personages appear to him saying, none of the churches are true and you must start you're going to start the church. It's true. Basically. Yeah. Uh, then, um, 1823. So a couple years later, the angel Moroni appears to, uh, to Joseph Smith and tells him about the gold, the golden plates, right? Where and Moroni is in, this is all Mormon folklore essentially yep. this is all specific to lds part of the mormon faith yep is mormons and moroni is a is a a person in the book of mormon yeah that that was a a, a great leader and a great prophet and he was you know in the in the hereafter was given you know the stewardship stewardship of of kind of helping joseph smith get these plates and which no one could see except for him, <laughs> except for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so there's a, there's a ton of, uh, when you look at modern uh, cults, there's a ton of red flags when it comes to Joseph Smith. Right. So right. Like, which, like there's a ton of similarities the- between him and, L. Ron Hubbard, who invented um, Scientology. Like, if you get into mm. the weeds with L. Ron, if you Hubbard, get into it. It's, there's um, a lot of huh, interesting. So, 
so yeah, anyway, so he started in 20, in 1828, he started scribing the Book of Mormon. So gets, it's, the, you know, gets the plates. It's right? arguably done divinely. So his claim was that this book came to him and basically through divinity uh, of some kind, he is able to write a book a bestseller by all modern, uh, what do you call it? Bestseller by all modern standards. Mm-hmm. And he starts an entire church based on the book, which is why it's, it's called the book of Mormon. And that's why they're called Mormons, even though they consider themselves, the, the acronym is LDS, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now they, they consider themselves Christians even, and they do study the Bible, but the, in, I would say in the last 20, 25 years, the Bible has taken a back seat in the LDS church and the Book of Mormon is almost exclusively what they preach. It, I, I mean, it might depend on who you talk to just because, uh, they may, they may be trying to push more to the Bible due recently. to a lot of the scrutiny recently yeah, they, they, recently due to a lot they've of the had tons of scrutiny tons that they've of scrutiny. had on the book of mormon yeah. so and that cult-like kind of mentality if if viewers are are wanting to they can dig deep in under the banner of heaven dig yes. deep into this, this and cult mentality. it's yep. very interesting and uh it's andrew garfield andrew garfield is phenomenal Man, in that show that guy does an amazing job in that we, show so we'll, we'll we'll get more into that but let's yeah. finish your spiel yeah yeah yeah. so uh let's see 1829 completed the book of mormon um and this will this will mean some more a little bit later but in 1829 uh the ironic priesthood and the melchizedek priesthood were restored so basically uh, Joseph the Smith power and of God on earth. Power That's of God. Yeah. Power is. of God on earth. And That's we what can, it's believed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and we'll have discussions about priesthood. I mean, I'm sure throughout there'll mm-hmm. be a lot of talking, you know, about that. I, I have had a, a evolution of what to, to, to me, what priesthood is and what it means mm-hmm. uh, because I was a Kool-Aid drinker, but that, well, kind of, kind of a Kool-Aid drinker, but then also, no, you were, you were fully that. on yeah. board with this. Like I, I started questioning yeah. in high school and stopped associating myself with it. Then I married uh, an LDS girl and I joined the LDS church. Mm-hmm. But in recent years, like within the last five, probably I've, seen some stuff that i'm calling bs on myself yeah. and but i i don't and, disparage anybody you know if we have family members yeah. who are going to be watching this or you know anybody who's lds yeah. we're not here to talk terrible about him we will be slightly disparaging about him because <laughs> when you come from a cult mentality it should enable you to see inherently see the bs that people propagate and they do 
And this is something I've said to my family members. I've said, what's the biggest problem with religion? People. So anytime we start a religion, it's going to have flaws. Which is why maybe the answer isn't religion. Maybe the answer is just the Bible. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, what the fuck do we know? Because uh, like Jordan Peterson says, it's like, what do you know? You're gonna you're gonna fix religion, fix society, yeah, yeah. and and leave it because and not have anything to do with it because there were some flaws in it. Yeah. I, which I mean, in a sense, he kind of says a little bit hypocritical because he doesn't he doesn't attend church, although his family members have started to be kind of staunch goers, I guess you could say, yeah. Um, yeah. participators of. But see, this uh, is this is what I like about his teachings is because he hasn't figured it out himself, but he is struggling with it. And maybe the point is the struggle always. Maybe we're always going to struggle with religion. Israel. Yes. Israel, people, people who, who struggle. With who religion. struggle with God. Or wrestle. Wrestle with God. Wrestle with God. I like wrestle better. Yes. I'm sure the translation is kind of is nuanced in that, but yes. But yeah, people who struggle with God, dude. I've gained, I well, I've gained more religious. Uh, we can get into that later. Go, go ahead and finish your thing. But same, I mean, I've I've gained a new found uh, perspective on just it. perspective and also just appreciation of especially the Bible, but but of of religion and. Spirit faith and spirituality through Jordan Peterson and just yes. how he's yes. kind of come and and we're not the only ones. There, there, there are, are guys tons out there, of people. tons of people that are just like, Oh, huh, this well, is a different shit. Maybe I should read this Bible thing and try to, yeah, kind of figure it's got, this out. It's got me wanting to, I haven't read it all the way through, but it's got me wanting to more. I mean, we can just, get into that, but I actually yeah. at 19 years old, 19 years old, I, Sat down, cover to and cover, read, cover to cover. That's cover a, to cover. A, that's a big feat. It, it's uh, uh, and surprisingly, not a lot of people have done it. Oh yeah, like, Ton- like it's, tons of people haven't done it. It's yeah, it's kind of it, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, we can we'll yeah going okay, on keep moving going. on. We so eighteen thirty, the Book of Mormon was published, and uh, they organized the LDS Church, right? Wasn't exactly called the LDS Church at the time, but started. Basically, that's when the church started. Now, and we'll get into this a little bit, but a lot of the polygamous groups, this is where they kind of claim some authority a little bit because the priesthood was restored before the church, which is like an organizational entity, you know, recognized by the 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 American government, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. was the priesthood was restored before the church was even around, right? So we'll kind of get into that, but there's 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 some before Yeah, we're getting into happened. the weeds with it. So we, yeah. Well it'll come it'll come up later because I'm gonna kinda get into like polygamous groups where they branch off and yeah. 
Oh yeah. So because yeah. there's a 1838, uh, Lil, Lilburn W. Boggs uh, issued the extermination order. This was kind of interesting. I didn't know some of this stuff when I was kind of looking this up. Well, and this is kind of a badge buffs. of honor for LDS people because the the idea that persecution um, means you're doing it right, right? So if and they kind of yeah, if you're persecuted and you know it's ancient, the Romans did this to Christians, right? The Romans put the Christians in the pit, the the Colosseum. Yeah. So this yeah, is so, kind of a badge of honor for, for, for LDS people. Now there's a lot of history and it it's, that's a whole nother. And we, maybe we can have like a history buff on, on to, to, mm -hmm. to talk about it. But like, it was a, it, it was a real thing. It was an extermination order. We will exterminate yes. them or we'll get them out of our state. That was a uh, Missouri. Well, so they were practicing polygamy at the time, right? Probably, yeah. I, so that's. I why. mean, there was. There so, was so, so ima on imagine, all the way imagine up. being a regular dude in Missouri at this time, right? So, regular dude, he's going. Why does that guy have five wives? I can't even get a date. So that's what's happening, right? So they're going. This is. Wrong. I'm sure there was a lot of that kind of kind of going on. Yeah, there was, there was you know, and and. There's other stuff. There's accusations that that uh, Joseph Smith was sleeping around, uh, kind of what getting out there. <laughs> Cody so, Cody likes to call him a rock star. <laughs> he was well, a rock star, and so women so, threw themselves at him. <laughs> which, so I mean, we'll see. <laughs> that's one way to become a leader of a huge cult, right? Okay, so anyway. I guess so uh one thing though with that is i didn't know this but there was a skirmish that happened battle of crooked river which was mm -hmm. a little skirmish that happened uh, uh three mormons were killed and one missourian was killed and that's kind of what set off the governor wilburn w boggs mm -hmm. doing this extermination order he was just like mormon i i'm I, I'm guessing I mean, Mormons are a problem. Yeah, we got to get them yeah. out of our state. Now, interestingly enough, I was watching, it was a history show. It was like how the states were made, mm -hmm. like how the lot, and he just goes to the different states and, and studies the history, how the lines of the states were made. And like little wars, like little skirmishes between states and like wanting to create state lines and stuff like that was happening all throughout our history. Yeah. Crazy shit. Well, just was well, happening. Well, the, the, what was the, the range wars in Wyoming, right? Oh dude. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah exactly. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sheep herders people, fighting, fighting cow herders. Like, yeah. Just killing each other. Yeah. It was crazy. Just, it's like the, that's why it was insane. the wild west. Wild, wild west, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so they get, uh, kicked out of Missouri. Um, they end up starting Nauvoo, Illinois, building a city, right? They get kicked yeah. out. They go now to their credit, hardworking, whatever the case, you know, yeah. industrious, go out. Like nobody wants the swamp. We're going to well, make that, a city. That's how so, Mormons are now. They're, they're nice. They're nice people. They're good to other people. Industrious. Yeah. And they're industrious. They're, 
like I love the Mormon people. So we need a like when we're when we're talking bad about the religion, like let's just be honest. Mormon some, people are some some of the and I I remember hearing this on Joe Rogan, just some of the coolest, yeah, the nicest people. It was it wasn't so, he talking about like a neighbor he had that was Mormon or something? Somebody was something, and, and something. he basically was like we probably talk about Park City, uh, God's country. I think he said yeah. Park City and. Park City is amazing. So yeah, it's amazing. It, it's, it's true. Park City, Utah. So yeah, God's yeah, country about. and nice I, people. I, I've only spent uh, like three days there, and I thought I want to move here. So it's like <laughs> that's all. That's all. <laughs> There's a reason well, we got to get Jack. Rich we got to get Jack Carr on the show. So, <laughs> yeah, so he lives we'll among see. all the Mormons drinking his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> his black um, rifle coffee. Oh, is that Jack, is Jack Carr part of Black Rifle? Coffee? No, but he. he no, okay. I think he. I'm sure he's like, been on their podcast. Yeah, so. I think he has. Yeah. So they start a- Nauvoo. Um, uh, Emma in in 1842, Joseph and Emma start the Relief Society, which at several different points of time, the Relief Society was the largest largest female organization in America. So and starting out, what's that? In America, in America, I believe, I believe in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. history buffs, correct me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure the there were a few times there where it was the largest, basically female-ran organization. Now, the uh, to be that, to, to my understanding, and once again, I'm, I, I, it's been a long time since I've stopped kind of research the history and stuff like that so but to my understanding for a very long time there it basically ran without being under the thumb of a man so it was kind of meant to be its own kind of female ran now it was supposed to be under the 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 president of the church and stuff like that but they Mm -hmm. kind of ran and did their own thing with out much of the being under the thumb of the man so uh i'd have to you know maybe we get a history buff to 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 kind of talk more on that but my, my understanding was it was actually pretty so and they used to to my understanding they used to set apart their the women would set apart women like it really was uh, explain what set, uh, set apart, apart is. uh for the for, for people that don't the don't layman. know you know the uh, for for people who don't know, it'd be a, like a blessing where they put their hands on their head, and it's kind of like a blessing kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's more they put cultish, their hands on their head, uh, like mentality. Yeah, we get into this all, all this stuff. This is all put cultish. their hands on their head. Okay, we're getting into would, we're, we're getting would, into the weeds. Yeah, but but they would uh, basically um, give them a calling which a calling would be a job to do within the organization. Well, and different, was polygamy still being practiced in the church at the time the Relief Society was started? Or can you, do you know? So 1843, so that was 1842. They started the, the Relief Society. And then okay. 1843 is basically when they came out about polygamy. Okay. So it kind of kind of got out of the bag. I think it was more like, oh, we've been keeping this secret, but now it's kind of out. So we got to 
let people that it's out, let people know that it's out and it just is. So, so it, so it's, so it was happening before then to my understanding, it was happening way before then. Kind wonder, of secret. I wonder how, yeah. well, that's the problem. So number one thing of the 10 commandments is don't lie. Right. Which, which commandment is that? I can't even remember, but it's basically, it's basically a religion based on lies. And see, this is the thing is they, they try to distinguish secret from lies in the LDS church and the, the polygamous church, but that's a good cover story, right? Cause, cause anything that, okay. Sacred. I, my thinking is, is that anything sacred should also be, you know, shown or thrown, yelled to the skies, right? Because, so there's nothing in the Bible that we can't, like, even the prophets in the Bible, like, were, like, murderous, lustful. I mean, they were, you know, uh, uh, Abraham killed people. Uh, They talk about skirmishes in Abraham's time. So this idea that the we must keep this secret because it's sacred is 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 I, I would have to say a you don't like that and that's that's it's like okay. it, I'm it, it's a cult like mentality because sure we, it, we, yeah. if you're keeping see so light is the best disinfectant right like we keep hearing all yeah. through our society so so yeah. so lies and and deceit are not the answer at all. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they produce nothing of, um, of good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was 1843, 1844. Joseph was killed at Liberty jail and the martyr of the church, the martyr essentially. So, this solidified it's, him. I I also wonder if he had not been murdered and just died in old age, if this had would have become such a big deal. So this is what I think solidifies him as the. I I wonder if he hadn't been murdered, if he would have been as popular, prominent as, as prominent. If the church would have gone on to be as big as it is, it's a multi-billion dollar church at this time at this point it, there's some it's a lot of money that rolls around in the yeah. in the LDS church so I I don't know the exact numbers or anything like I don't think anybody really knows oh no but they're not they're, they they don't have to tell you well they do have to tell the government so I not but sure anyway I the, I'm not sure exactly how it all works so, I know that the their fact books that he can was... be sealed because they're a church, and so they okay. uh, they are able to kind of keep it on the DL. But I mean, they own tons of land in Utah. Yeah, and yeah. So, so he so he's murdered. He's murdered now, and there's going to be there's 
so in the under the banner of heaven they kind of they say that there's like they kind of throw in some some like reasons you know his gallivanting with women just yeah. kind of would may have been Caught part of him. it right yeah uh, i think that it's possible that there was a lot of threat that people could see and that they wanted to remove him because they felt like he was a threat so uh i, I mean people outside of the church right i think well for so people in the there church there's probably a this, lot of that this makes him a christ-like figure to people in the church so yes. so if so if you if you could like see the progression of the religion as far as that's concerned you got judaism that starts out they then christ comes the jews don't believe in in christ as a as as a divine being then the lds people that you know what thousands of years goes by then lds people start another religion and he's killed and he's seen as a martyr just like christ and Christians, most Christians don't believe in the LDS church. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of interesting where there's, there's the uh, Jewish people, the Israelites who don't believe in Christ. And then there's the Christians who don't believe in uh, Joseph Smith, mm-hmm. but it's like this progression of religion. It's just uh, interesting. And they kind of steal from each other all the time. Cause Christ is also kind of, like Moses, you know, right, right. For the Jew, for the, for Jewish people. Yeah. They'll, they, they kind of see Moses as almost like a savior figure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and then so, Christ becomes I mean, the so most thing. of the main religions are going to have a savior figure. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So, uh, and we, I mean, I'm sure we can get into a lot of that while we're talking, you know, Jordan Peterson stuff. So yeah. there's a reason for that. I think there's something inside of us wants to have a savior, some, some, someone that helps a hero. save us. That's a hero. That's Joseph Campbell, a, th- a hero of a thousand hero faces. of a thousand faces. A hero. Yeah. A hero. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, now, and I, I will say here, event. so after Joseph gets killed, Brigham Young kind of takes, there's a little bit of a split there where Emma goes and kind of starts her thing. That's the, the wife of Joseph. church. The wife, yes, the wife of Joseph Smith kind of goes and, and they, they kind of have a, a, a church going on. Brigham Young starts to take all the saints or the, the, the Mormons out to the West Utah in, into Utah, uh, which uh, they at first they started, they, they tried to get state status and it was going to be the state of Deseret. Hmm. There was a lot of crap that went down with, with Brigham Young out in the wet, out here in Utah, uh, out in the West. Yeah. There's, there's some there's dark a whole bunch. shit about Brigham Young. Mountain Meadow Massacre, like there's there's some there's some stuff, right? So the stuff that the, the LDS churches tried to under the carpet. Yeah. Polygamy was was being practiced 
uh, in the open and it was a tenant of the faith. And there's a lot, there's a lot to be said that if Joseph had not been killed, I think the, the face of the church would be very, very different. Yeah. Not sure. Good. Worse. Not sure. I, I have a suspicion that Joseph Smith was actually probably more, uh, woman's rights oriented a little bit more than possibly Brigham Young. And that, that may have made a lot more of a when Brigham patriarchal like. When Brigham Young died, how many wives did he have? Dude, I don't even know. I don't know that anybody was, really knows. It's like probably like 15 up, probably or something. 50. Yeah. I 50? Don't, Holy shit. I mean, we're, we're talking here. <laughs> some historians in the comments, you can correct me if, yeah, if yeah, I'm wrong, yeah. but the story goes the that Brigham Young was walking down the street in Utah and sees a young boy sitting on a, some steps, goes up to him. You're a good looking young man. Uh, uh, their son, you know, who, who's your father? And the boy's like, why you are, sir. <laughs> Can you imagine being, having so many kids? So, so he's out there siring all these kids. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, now, we don't need to get into Andrew Tate too much, but Andrew Tate would probably be like, ah, that's like, okay. Gangsta. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So oh now, and to his credit, Brigham Young took a, a people that were being driven out and brought them out here. I mean, colonizer, have whatever you want to call it organizer whatever you want to call it an amazing feat an amazing feat yeah okay well you can he move the people out here yeah they became industrious and they 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 kind of moved all the way up into idaho there was a lot there was there he was he was doing can, like okay so you can have people out you can have two ideas in your head at once right you can have the idea in your head that the that the practice of polygamy is most likely wrong. It's wrong practice, right? But the second idea in your head is, well, you can let people be free to do it too, right? We don't need to put, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, it, it's, um, it's, it, who was it? Louise Perry on, um, on Chris Williamson's show, she, mm -hmm. she goes into this. She says that, or at least, yeah, she said this. She said, uh, polygamy is probably the most practiced uh, family dynamic in the world. It's also one of the most unstable practices in the world, because when the father figure dies, the family doesn't stay together. Or something along those lines, and we've experienced that in our in our lives. So we we can get in. We'll start getting into this kind of stuff because, and Chris Williamson talks about this a lot on his podcast about polygamy. Not necessarily about polygamy. Oh, okay, but with the way everything's going with online dating, there. 
people will get after me for saying this, but polygamy is kind of happening. Like yes. there is a 10, there is a 20% of top uh, males on cohorts of dating males yeah. that are, getting that all are the having sex yeah. with 80% of the women. Yeah. And yeah. there's, it, it's, it's a, there's a, and it, so I'm not condoning it, but it's almost on a large scale kind of happening. Yeah. Anyway, we can, and we'll talk about this We're kind of stuff. This, this will be great. I mean, yeah. we'll, we can talk about this kind of stuff. Okay. There's a, there's the, the reason for society, wh- why polygamy is, is unstable is because if you've got a small percentage of all the men that get access to all the women and you've got, then you're going to have a large percentage of men that don't have access to women, to all the women, which is and what the fuck do they do? Right. They, they, go, they mob and they kill Joseph they mob, Smith. Like they, I mean, <laughs> that's what happened. They go kill Joseph Smith. They go kill Joseph Smith. <laughs> So, That's, so, so that he was killed by exactly, a mob. But, and so what they, what was happening is he was betting all of their women and, 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 and for lack of a better word, the incels or whatever that, that, that like modern media likes to portray them is the, the, the first, um, the most prevalent response to it, uh, a jilted man is anger. Like immediately. Well, and this is so, this goes into Beauty and the Beast story. Yes. Right? Beauty yes. and the Beast. But let, let's not men, let's let's maybe let's not get men, let's, let's not get into the just, that like, just two seconds. Yeah, two okay, seconds. Okay. But uh the Beauty and the Beast story is that um men can be monsters and it is it is a lot of the time it is the fact that they have they're in a relationship helps them to not be a monster so much. So if you've got a whole bunch of men that are not getting access to women that can destabilize a society because they can be criminal and be monstrous. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's all we really need to say. And this about is that. Jordan. This in. is a theory of Jordan Peterson. This is a theory, a lot of, a lot of yep. people out there. So this isn't, this isn't us kind of saying this. It is, this we're, is fact. We're regurgitating, okay. we're regurgitating so, it. Okay. So in 1849, they actually tried to get the state of Deseret uh, set up and Congress rejected it. I did not know that. I, I, I guess I probably did, but just I thought that was well, interesting. Congress rejected it. Because they're probably looking at because it going, they this were is living, a cult. Yeah, they probably because there was just problems in, there was just a lot of problems. Uh they were living polygamy and I don't think people didn't want that. I think they wanted to, to get rid of that. So 1875 BYU's BYU was founded Brigham Young university Mm -hmm. for those who don't know. Um, The biggest university in Utah state, isn't it? uh, Isn't it the biggest, the biggest, I don't know. There's like four campuses, three, three campuses. There's one in Hawaii. There's one in Idaho. Utah. I think that's, I think that's all of it. So, uh, so this is, so 1870, that's 1875, 1886, this kind of creates, starts to create a split between the polygamists and the, the LDS church 
because so, in 1886 there was a, a, allegedly there was a revelation to John Taylor, who was the third president, the third of the leader church. of the, the Mormon third church. Prophet. They Joseph like to Smith, call them prophets. Brigham Young, prophets. Yep. John Taylor. So John Taylor. So they're trying to become a state. They're not letting them become a state because largely due to polygamy. And so there was there was talk of them, and there was a apparent a allegedly there was a uh, something that John Taylor could sign that would that would kind of let the government know the U.S. government know that we're we're getting rid of polygamy. I mean, in a sense, to kind of become a state. So the 1886 revelation allegedly was a in a a John Woolley's house. John Taylor was un, in hiding because the the they, they were what a revelation persecuted. is to the layman. Oh, revelation people, to the layman people, is basically that God religion. tells, God speaks through His prophet to say something. That's yeah. a revelation to to somebody you know. So that's this, listening doesn't know. This is very interesting because the church does this a lot. Okay, so the LDS Church, for convenience will claim a, re a revelation of something that has happened to to correct bad behavior right so it starts out this church starts out it's got polygamy it's it, it's it's got some really horrible things towards black people because it was the time which that's a third rail we probably don't want to get into but mm -hmm. but it's got some really bad stuff that as a society progresses they need to change right so they're gonna they're gonna take away what was formerly like their biggest thing right there, there are two big things in fundamentalism it's the book of mormon and the polygamy aspect of it which the book of mormon doesn't actually talk about it ever does it i don't even think it mentions polygamy it actually condemns polygamy i mean in the book there's of a there's a prophet jacob in in the book of mormon that basically straight up condemns polygamy okay so 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 anyway there's there's some there's some stuff going on there there's it's, some it's stuff going on there so what i'm trying <laughs> so, to get at though is that it's not a consistent religion it changes often which is okay it's an okay thing to do as a religion but i mean there, so there's I this mean, there's this example the I like to use. So do you remember the little Mormon cart that they were the, like they were on billboards and everything and they, and you'd see the and it was Mormon.org, right? This was mm -hmm. early two thousands, I think. Late late nineties, uh -huh. early two thousands. And they were all over the place. There were billboards. It just had like faces of beautiful people and it said Mormon.org is all it said. Uh -huh. And this at the time was a huge push because it was revealed to the president at the time, the prophet at the time, that this was our focus. Well, the next prophet gets into the church and it, it's gone. It's done. So that's what's bizarre about the religion is right. That the, kind of the inconsistency. There's an of, inconsistency that goes yeah, around. Which, you're, which is kind of what we're going to, that leads us right into basically there John Taylor in this revelation basically 
says that, you know, he'd rather his arm be cut off than sign this document, which would kind of end polygamy in the church. So it's just showing that polygamy was just a tenet of the faith and they were never going to get rid of it. And that's that, right? So right there, apparently, um, uh, John Taylor called five men to do something like a calling is you, you, you are being called by God to, to do something. Right. And which is, I actually behavior. Right. So, so, and John Taylor uh, has these men basically promise that they would keep, no matter what they would keep polygamy alive. Okay. They would just keep polygamy going no matter what. And this, this is where kind of the, this is, this is where a lot of the polygamists out that are sect. not part of the LDS church yeah, the anymore of that have been kicked out. There's groups all over. So, so for the layman here, there are groups of polygamous Mormons all over the United States. I, I don't have numbers. But they're everywhere. They and and Joe Rogan, I forget who he was talking to. I think it was about Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey, the show on Netflix, which is a small glimpse at what those polygamous um, organizations do. Like it's a very so for the, the for the layman for the listener uh, keeps keep sweet, keep pray, sweet and pray and obey obey. A terrible title, by the way, but anyway, it's uh it's a documentary series on Netflix. If you want to see kind of how they live, now that that's not all of them, and they're not all the same group. They are all different groups. They follow We're getting different into that. people. <laughs> they follow different people. They are, and this is what this documentary is about. It's about the Warren Jeffs group. And Warren Jeffs is is serving uh what a life sentence right now? Yeah. Yes. So he yep, was he caught is. by the authorities and prosecuted. It's a very for, interesting documentary. Yes, yeah, a very interesting so, and it's it for um, what was it for? It was for child um Yeah, it was rape. Child rape. Child pretty much. Child no child rape, I believe. He, he gave a fourteen year old girl to a, one of his leaders. Right? Is that how it went? Yeah. There's also recordings of him doing horrible things, raping a uh, like 13 year old or something like that in um in their, in temple. their temple. Yeah. Oh, it, it and it it's doesn't dark pull any shit. punches. It that do, show, it, yeah, that show is rough. Punches. So, so a fair warning to anybody who's listening because yeah. that's that's it doesn't pull any shit. punches. So, so that's where this comes from. So the LDS Church ends polygamy and there are well it, this what, was right before they ended polygamy so this yeah. revelation apparently happens while john taylor is in hiding from persecution from the united states because of polygamy he's in mm-hmm. hiding then th- this this revelation apparently happens which is kind of the granddaddy uh of all the polygamists cult cults around so and then uh, 1890 Wilford Woodruff who is the fourth so John Taylor dies and then Wilford Woodruff takes over he's the fourth leader 
of the LDS church. What year is this? He again? basically, what's that? What year is this again? Uh, 1890. Okay. So we're well past the civil war as a country. Yeah. This is we're we're getting into territory um, startups. Yeah. So at Wyoming's, this time, I believe we were a territory. Wyoming's not a, a state either. Uh, there's quite a few uh, states. Wyoming probably. Wyoming's a territory. Well, that's a good I question. I don't, I don't. I can't remember when Wyoming became a state, yeah. so I'm not sure. Okay. So anyway, Wolford Woodruff essentially signs a, a, a manifesto, a document that ends polygamy being practiced in the church. It's like, all right, we're done. Not happening anymore. Now there's some nuance that the church in the United States was not pla- practicing polygamy, but in like Canada and Mexico, they were still allowing it to happen. I, and I don't know all the history and, and, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that have more access and can share uh, uh, documentation, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I, I'm just going off of kind of hearsay from what I've heard. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's after 1890. But as the LDS church, as known today, the, the mainstream LDS church is concerned, 1890 Polygamy ended and no longer were they going to be practicing it. And as time went on, they just had to basically, they had to kind of persecute. And from the religion that we were raised in, they, we, we felt persecuted a lot of the time by the LDS church because they had to kind of like put a, a, is a, a painful separation. reminder of where they had come. It's a painful from. reminder of their 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 yeah. past, and then all these polygamists are still happening, and they're just like, no. And they so if they find out that you're going to practice or you believe or whatever, they kick you out. Like they they excommunicate you. Um, they 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 have, they want to so pronouncedly distinguish themselves away from the polygamists that. That, yeah, they, and they don't accept it as a tenet of their faith anymore. Like it's just, it's, it's gone, done, it's done, right? Yeah. So, so now the, polygamists the, now are still kind of like, well, hold on, wait a minute. It was a tenet of our faith back when all the founders. Well, you got started this religion. You got to put yourself in their shoes, right? So you, you're a guy who has five wives. You followed the church, and all of a sudden, the church goes. We're not doing this anymore. What do you do with your five, four wives, your other four wives? Like, are you going to get rid of them? I don't really know. I think they, they had a grandfather, so they weren't marrying them anymore, but they had a grandfather thing where they were those who them already had them could, could keep stay. them. Yeah. And they just let it kind of like those so, people die off. I, obviously, I don't know. I, obviously I this is a big uproar. People. This was a big uproar in the church because what it, what it, it would had been one church at one time, and now you basically have this this one church that turns into mil- like just thousands of other churches that claim that they are the true church. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. So nowadays, uh, so is that it? Is there more to that, Michael? Or are you were you? Um. So I mean, I was just going to go into some of the history of like the the 
FLDS church and stuff like that. I don't know. We should. Yeah. We, yeah, we probably should. Cause it's going to get to where we, where we, where we were raised. So yeah. where we were raised in it. So from there, um, a few different, like, offsets of factions of polygamist groups started right some from there a lot of them trace their authority basically their um back to god wanting them to do this to that revelation the 1886 revelation so it that's kind of a tenant of their faith is this this revelation that that uh, allegedly happened uh then in 18 so so now you've got this group one group is being led by a, a guy named joseph musser and a, a, a polygamous group is is being led by joseph musser and he dies okay when he dies uh there's a split that happens in this polygamous church Ruins ruin all red kind of takes one now we're getting into modern part. times, right? Ruling all it's getting closer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Allred what years actually, what year is this? Sixties, probably? Uh this is uh, nineteen fifty-four. Okay. So fifties. So nineteen fifty-four. Ruin all red is actually um the, my wife's grandfather and uh Christine Brown. From, uh, from the from sister wives, Cody's sister wives. Co- Cody, our brother's wife, is uh, Ruin C. Allred is her grandfather as well. Okay. So, yeah. So, so he was the leader of to, the church that we grew up in. Yes. He was. So he was the, 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 the leader of the church that we grew up in. There was a split that happened there, though, which is where you get the Jess group, the, the, where, the Jeffs, um, the Warren the, Jeffs, the Warren with Jeffs, Warren Jeffs and the, that's the keep sweet, pray and obey. Right. They are, tr- they are true group. cult. They went further into cult than, than even the all red, the all red is group was tame at one time in comparison. Sure. I mean, well, there's, yeah. yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, th- okay. so there's, there's gradation. <laughs> so, of of there, of of the severity of their so if they're marrying children that i think that that's the line right so when 100%. they're marrying children off and that's the line where we allegedly that is one of the big reasons for the split that happened now i, I there's just, just tell the facts that's why the split happened yeah i i there's some there's there's some, I, I, I'd have to dig more deep but, into okay, it. So I one think, group, but, one group wanted to marry children and the other group didn't. And the other group was like, no, this is not the, the, the group that we, that we come from. Um, the all red group, the all red group yeah. kind of took more of a, a stand. It became the AUB, the apostolic United brethren, which was, doesn't sound cultish at all. <laughs> Like the United, yeah, like right? they couldn't have come up with a better name. It's so like, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- let's so, find the most cult uh, name we can. <laughs> this, dude, this is and this this gets into some really so the the 
the Jeff's group goes one way. The Allred group goes another way. There's some that it's it's all shrouded and in secrecy. Lots of different crap. Yeah. There's there's murders that happen in in the 1980s. Is that where you're getting to? 1977. Roland okay. Ciarred is murdered, shot um, from another uh, group, not another the Jeff's group. group. Allegedly, another group, a different group. That, that jeez, what a mess! That, and this, so uh, Herbal LeBaron is a the, monster that would it would be. So you know how they did the Under the Banner of Heaven? They've got to yeah. do another one about Herbal LeBaron. Herbal LeBaron. They have done so. Ervil LeBaron was another polygamous leader, a cultish yes, another polygamous, polygamous leader. group. He convinced two women, ju- like a lot like um Manson. One was his wife. One okay. of them was his wife. Okay, but man, this is very similar to the Manson murders, and they happen around the same time. Crazy, like they, right? So you can look this up. Uh, it's Ervil LeBaron. He was a polygamous cult leader. He didn't like the popularity of the all red group. And he basically took, uh, convinced two women to go murder the leader and they killed him. They shot him in his office. He was a doctor or something like that. Yep. They walked in, they they made a TV movie of this called profit of evil, which is not available anywhere. It started, it starred Brian Dennehy. You know, you've never seen this movie. Oh, dude, I, I, I grew up watching that show. Oh yeah. Okay. So you yeah, have seen yeah. this movie then. Yeah. So Brian yeah. Dennehy is a, is a famous actor. He's most famous for, oh shoot. Now I can't think of what he was in. Uh, FX. It was called FX. It was a movie. It was a movie in the nineties. Anyway, it was a made for TV movie that I can't even remember where it aired. You know what? I can probably look this up real quick. Real quick. So it was it called. Was, Go ahead. It, Prophet of evil. Prophet of evil is the name of it, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a pretty loose story of just like Herbal LeBaron. And the thing was, is he didn't only uh, kill uh, or be responsible of killing Ruling Allred. He killed several other people. And he ended he ended up getting caught eventually, and got canned, and ended up dying in prison. So that that stuff would be so interesting to for for to them delve into the guy do, who wrote the guy who show. wrote uh, the Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh, what is his name? Oh, God, I don't know. I can't think of his name. So he he should do another one on the prophet of evil. Okay. So it starred Brian Dennehy and William Devine, uh, Devane, William Devane. Mm -hmm. Uh, William Devane was a famous TV actor. Uh, he was in, he was in, you'd reckon both of these actors you'd recognize if you saw them in, in things. But anyway, the movie, the movie came out in the, um, it was 1993. So probably 20 years after about almost 20 years after, um, uh, dude, if they, if that show is, can't be found anywhere. If Netflix, like they could probably get it super cheap and throw it on Netflix. If, 
if que- if keep sweet pray and obey was super popular that wasn't netflix was it was that, that Hulu? no no uh that was netflix uh that was keep, netflix okay keep sweet pray and if, obey if yeah. that was a hit they should find that show and throw it on there and see what people think so that they can think about uh either that or who yeah. so that well, they can would, think about getting it would be interesting but anyway it's it's tough to find um i it, it doesn't like i can't li- i can't find anywhere yeah it's not coming up on anything really so i'm going to read i'm going to i'm going to read the summary of it is the okay. takedown of an infamous leader of a small polygamous mormon fundamentalist group who ordered assassinations of his opponents that's what that yeah. movie is about. It's called Rock The Prophet of Evil. It's Basically. 1993. Stars mm-hmm. Brian and Dan Hay. It's it's not available. It's a TV movie, so I I can't yeah. even find I can't even find where it aired. To be honest, though, I felt like growing Shit. up watching it, I thought that it was pretty good um, depiction, like acting, like the acting. I thought oh, was yeah. good. The story seemed fairly well put together. You know. Um, they kind of had a, the, the, it was kind of, if you think about it, it was kind of similar to, um, under the banner of heaven because he was a yeah. cop and it, it shows the story of the cop of the cop who caught him, who took him. Yeah. Down. And it shows like his yeah. family life. It kind of talks about his family. Like, you know, it just, so anyway, in, interesting, interesting it, stuff. So interesting. It, it is interesting. Um, and this, this, this is all. Uh, part and parcel of of what's coming out now so what was the what was the documentary series about the salamander letters oh yeah um murder among the mormons murder among the mormons so that was netflix wasn't it that was netflix so also so murder among the mormons is also it's about a forger and so when you get a audience member whoever whoever is listening should look up that show and that's another Netflix documentary show where they basically it was about a forger who forged um, documents that the church thought were real, uh, that the LDS church and they did a lot they were buying to, from him. They were buying from him yeah. these documents, like old documents that he yeah. had forged, and and that's where the what is it the sub substant sub, like the inability to uh see the the holes in the religious belief mm-hmm. because they were so they believed that that the letters or the things that he was putting out there were so real that they were buying them and keeping them from the pl- public because it basically said that the church wasn't true and so yeah it, there's a lot of nefariousness going yeah on with a lot, of, lot church of, of nefarious stuff going on there so right just shortly after that roland c Allred was killed by Erval LeBaron, and in 1984 so just a few years later that's when don and ron uh, lafferty killed uh Brenda and Erica under the that's under the banner of heaven story. Yes. And under the banner so, of heaven is very well done. It was made last year and it's uh if anybody gets a chance it's actually based on a book um by let me look it up. By the same name. Under the banner of heaven. Yeah, it's called Under the Banner of Heaven. 
yeah loose loosely based it's it's by there. john uh krakauer so john krakauer is like a a big um what do you call them they're like research uh investigators kind of but yeah. he he writes a bunch of stuff i've seen I haven't read any of his books, but I want to do Under the Banner of Heaven. So Under the Banner of Heaven is about the Lafferty murders or murder. He, they murdered her baby too. Yep. 15 months yeah. old. Oh man. What a bunch of Dude, monsters. What? How, they, how they justified that in their head. Bastards. Because, because the, one of the tenets of the LDS church is family. It's extremely family oriented. It's extremely about, you know, uh, producing uh, healthy children and good children and healthy members of society and all that kind of stuff. So, so that is a good thing about it. So they were LDS and they broke off from the LDS church because they started doing research into polygamy. They got into polygamy and, and then they convinced themselves at some point that they had to kill this, uh, their, it was their sister-in-law, their brothers, it was their brother's wife, uh, was wife, their brother's wife yeah. and her baby and, and her daughter. Have, yeah. You have to Psycho. jump a lot Psycho. of hoops to get from family is the most important thing to I'm going to murder my family. Like there's, <laughs> there's a huge yeah. jump. There's a huge camp, you know? Yeah. Uh, so under the banner of heaven yeah. was so, produced. And to be clear, those those guys were excommunicated from the from the church. From the LDS church. I believe the, before the any original, of that went down. Yeah, before, so, before so they did they were not justified. Yeah. And they're ser- they're both serving life yeah, sentences. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So this was in the eighties, I believe. No, or, didn't they one died? Didn't one die? I or did both know. of them die? Both of them did? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, that brings us to today. I mean, okay, it, it, that leads us to basically our time. Our time. Uh, so, our time. so and, I'm gonna just briefly. I mean, if we wanted to, we can talk about we can talk about us leaving it. And yeah, then... I'm gonna briefly talk about uh, our parents. So, uh, our parents were both raised LDS. Our father served a mission, and in the night, it was in 1989. They started uh looking into polygamy uh we're not gonna try to out anybody uh but this was in uh level wyoming level is uh has only reached prominent what do you call it uh notoriety only a couple of times uh and one of them is the doctor story there's a book called doc by uh, uh hold on i got it over here jack olson it's a very good book um but it's basically about a doctor who raped a bunch of women in this town and um this happened so our parents left the lds church or were outed at the lds church within five or six years of this scandal with this doctor and so the, the the mentality of the town was they didn't want to put up a lot with lies anymore. And they 
really went at our parents. They ostracized our parents like nobody's business, like just cut them off. Once they, once they were outed as trying to practice polygamy or they had, so our dad married, married another woman, brought her. So we grew up on a cattle ranch and it is, it could be affectionately referred to as the compound because everybody talks about the compound as the place where you escape yeah. from polygamy. So our upbringing wasn't, it wasn't the quintessential cult. Okay. So our parents still allowed us to watch movies. Our parents still allowed us to listen to music. Um, I was taken out of school at five. Uh, and then I went back to high school at 16, 15, 16. Um, I was taken out of at, at, to be homeschooled by mom. So what mom saw happening is that th people were being very mean to us in school. Um, and so she decided not to send you or our little, or my little, our sister to school. She took me out and she took my old, our older brother out, uh, Curtis. What was that, Michael? I said, God rest his soul. Wait. Yeah, our brother Curtis died uh, in 2013. I said. Um, so anyway, so the, the, so Curtis got taken out of school. Uh, my, our sister, our oldest, so there's 10 of us. Okay. I should say there's 10 of us from our father and our mother. Cause our father never had children from any of his other wives. They got into it too late. Um, I think dad was in his her late for late forties, um, yeah. uh, fifties when he got into it. Um, so they took us out of school. And for 10 years, we were pretty much, uh, in that town, people would talk about us, but nobody, we were not invited to anything. There was no going to, uh, social gatherings, none of that for 10 years. It took them, it took us 10, uh, it might've been 11, 11 years before I made the decision to go back to high school. Um, I had a ton of reasons to do it because first I wasn't going to be part of the religion. I decided I didn't want to be, and it's a credit to mom. Uh, dad wanted to force it, but it's credit to our mother that she didn't want to do it. Uh, she didn't want to force me to do it. So she was just like, you know, I'll make, I'll let you make the decisions. And so I decided to go back to high school with my um my uh my sister's uh, daughter who's technically my niece but she was more like a cousin cuz she's the same age or we're the same age and we went to high school together and for the first 2 years there we were the only friends that we had cuz nobody was going to talk to us nobody's like i remember like we, I think I'd been there for a month. I had gone back to high school for about a month. And I remember the first thing that somebody said to me and it was just shallow and stupid. And, um, anyway, so 
we slowly clawed our way back into the society of Lowell, which um, then we, I, we had a couple of nieces and nephews or nephews that went back to high school that decided not to be homeschooled. And um, you stayed, you were completely homeschooled. I was homeschooled until college. Yeah. Yeah. I never went to public school. Yeah. It's still kind of weird sometimes. Cause like my uh, people will ask me like, what grade is your kid in? And I'm just like, I don't know the grade stuff. Just no idea. It's that, in fact, no idea. being, being raised on the compound on a ranch where, I mean, you you kind of mentioned we were allowed to watch movies and things like that, but there was still a ton of sheltering that was going on. I don't think we were as bad as, as our brother's kids. We'll probably have some of them on uh, eventually, maybe, who uh, he was a little bit more. We have a brother that's a little bit more fanatical, I guess you could say. We love him, but it's just kind of the truth. He wanted to shelter his kids and hell, maybe we'll have him on sometime. But I still, there'll still be things, people will be like, oh, you never heard of that? And because I just was raised just so separated from it that I just like, yeah, fuck if I know, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm the same way. Like there's, there's uh, whole pop culture uh, things basically from the seventies to the a to the nineties that I usually don't like, I know pop culture from nineties on. Cause I was obsessed with it after I, I, I left the, the group and, um, but there's whole gaps of pop culture that I mm-hmm. have no, I don't know anything about. So, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so, what are the the old eighties sitcoms and stuff like that? I have no, I you know, like I never watched a episode of uh, Full House or anything like that. So I, I don't know. Yeah, we we didn't actually we didn't have a television. We would watch VHS movies. So with that, I want to say that I liked some of my upbringing, I was talking to one of my buddies that was also there on the, the, the ranch, the, the compound. And I, I feel like, you know, we were kids, we were able to just kind of go explore and kind of run around. And, you know, we, we did some adventurous stuff. I mean, we rode horses, we, we ran cattle. I mean, it wasn't all bad. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It wasn't it wasn't all bad. Um, I was I was homeschooled until I went to college years and years and years later. Uh, but I, well, I did do some college in Wyoming. That's right, and then came and did some in Utah. But I mean, we learned to work hard, and uh, so I mean. I don't know. It wasn't, I didn't think it was like just all bad, but, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that it was all bad either, but there was like, um, it's hard to explain to other people because 
when people think of a polygamous cult, they kind of think of like people dance around naked or like around fires and having crazy sex orgies and stuff like that. That's not how it was. I mean, they, they either think that or they think of the people who are have the button up uh, and the long sleeves and the weird hair, whoop, you know, hair. Yeah. We, uh, big love did a big love did the big love, uh, the HBO series. If anybody's interested, can check that out. It was a, it, it was around. Oh, it's probably been 10 years since that show was on the air. But what was interesting about this show is it actually showed two kinds of groups. They, they had the polygamists who were wealthy, who were kind of more integrated into society. And then they had the compound polygamists who live on a compound, who separate themselves from society and who have the weird hair and have the crazy dress, like an old timey dress. And our life on the ranch was very much in between. There was, uh, our mother was really into music and loved music of all kinds. And so our exposure to pop culture, although curated by our parents, was not completely cut off. Whereas if you were in the Warren Jeffs group, it would have been completely cut off. Yeah, you I know, don't you, think they even had TVs. Yeah, uh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't have television, but we rented movies a lot. Um, you know, so that's where we were, and so we weren't. That it wasn't. But that's why I call it cult light or light cult. You know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like diet coke. You know, diet cult. You know, it's just, it's yeah. just a, it's not what people think of when they think of cult, but, you know, which is why they allowed me to go back to high school. So that's, that's our upbringing and that's kind of where we're at. So I, I think where we're at now it would be interesting to talk about. So for me, I, so when, when did, when do you remember the first time you discovered Jordan Peterson? Oh, I was starting to consume a little bit more, more and more. Uh, it would have been too, probably like mid 2017, I think. Yeah. Listening to him. I, I first found him. And it was basically due to his stance on not using transgender pronouns. Mm. Basically, he just, he's like, this is the hill I'm going to, I'm going to die on. You can't force me to say words that I don't want to say. He's that's, like, that's what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about. That's what he's talking oh, about. Yeah. He's, he's just not. like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it. This has made him infamous. Well, and I would say that that's kind of what got him out there. And he's, he's even said this. People found me because of the political stuff, but yeah. they stick around because of the psychological stuff. Yeah. Uh, my, 
psychological and physical, uh, yeah. uh, sorry, philosophy. Well, well and we, we should, okay. So Jordan Peterson bursts on the scene, probably 2016 or 17 when he's, and he's a, uh, practicing uh psychologist um i i always get psychiatrist and psychologist mixed up but so he's a so he's a practicing psychologist in you doing all Can- half of america yeah and uh he he's in he's in uh canada and he becomes very prominent when he makes the statement against compelled speech in canada which we can you know regardless of what the compelled speech is we can all agree that compelled speech is wrong because one person's compelled speech is another person's uh tyranny so um so he does this becomes prominent i discovered some of his videos online um uh, shortly after it's 2018 when his book comes out um so his book 12 rules for life um i would encourage anybody who's listening to this who hasn't listened to what what he does his biblical series his initial um genesis biblical series the social or the the psychological psychological significance of the bible of the bible is in my opinion probably the best content ever put to YouTube. And that is saying a lot because what he did for me is somebody who comes from this cult who enters into a, uh, arguably another cult with the LDS church. Um, as far as religion is concerned, I've kind of been on the fence about a lot of things. But when he started talking about Exodus and the psychological significance, the the Cain and Abel story alone has a ton of psychological significance that he points out. And for me, that has been more insightful than anything else that I've ever learned in religion in my mind. So I'm very much like, like him, Jordan Peterson, just kind of struggling through the religious thing, because I've always said this. And I, I remember saying this to mom when I was in probably just out of high school, when I was in college, I said to her, I'm my religion is always wrestling with my reason. Um, because it is, it's always doing this thing where, oh yeah, maybe there's a God, maybe there isn't, you know, maybe we're just a bunch of ants on a, on a hill, you know, fighting for, you know, the the best things in life kind of thing. So I'm always in this mode of learning and, and Jordan Peterson's talks are way more interesting to me than anything else that I've ever come across. And you use, you use the word interesting, but I would say like 
it's it's hitting a chord. There's something there's something to it. There's something deep and very human deep in the soul, I think, that it kind of just speaks to. Mm-hmm. Talking about these biblical stories and coming at them from a very non, well, he would say coming at them as a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. and so as a, and even just, you know, of a, a, a philosopher, a psychologist, you know, a deep thinker coming to these, coming to talk about the biblical uh, these the Genesis, and he even says like, if you go to a if you went to a bank, an investor, and said, "I want to rent out a theater and talk about the Bible." Yeah, it's like they'd it's laugh almost, you out of the room. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to. Yeah, I want to build this business on talking about the Bible, and <laughs> but he sold out. All the time, and he always and he's selling out everywhere. Yeah, he's and, selling out everywhere. Uh, and so, so it's like, so well, it's, what the hell? And you've got the whole, you've got the whole uh, religious community that are all kind of looking at him, scratching their heads, and they're just like, "How is he getting people to come to his lectures? How is he getting people to come talk to him?" Because you know the, the Catholics, the yeah. the Protestants. Yeah. And they're all they're all kind of just like, well, we've been seeing an exodus out of our churches for a long time. And yeah. I believe that and I don't know the stats. I Ben Shapiro, I think, kind of hit on the stats once that there's kind of this mass migration out, out, out of, of churches church. yeah. in general. But I think it's we're not seeing, just the LDS. I, yeah, church. it's not just the LDS church. I think we're seeing a a, a come back to the church because of COVID. Something happened with COVID that made people go, something's missing. And I think people are starting. Well, Jordan was selling out theaters before before COVID. Jordan was selling out theaters before COVID. So it could be, I'm sure COVID has a big part to play in it. Yeah. But I think this was happening. People People were searching for something meaning. I think I think it's people searching for meaning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our all of our uh, all of our needs have been met for so long that we're kind of just like, well, what's the point of all of this? Yeah. You know, the the struggle of 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 life and of having to go through life, but not just that we have to worry about where our next meal is going to be from, but just kind of living. And we're, we're we're all kind of living this, you know, fair, fairly, I guess, cushiony would be the right. Compared to our ancestors who had to, you know, starve until they found their next kill, you know, like we, we 
were and well, how do you explain some of these things depression and stuff are kind of new phenomena yes because well how do you explain the popularity of joe rogan of chris williamson of of uh ben shapiro of like they, they're they basically people who started podcasts that are about bigger things than than the regular how much can i buy or what can i buy and that kind of thing you know um mm-hmm. the superficial because joe rogan's always looking for the big big ideas he's got always got interesting people on and and chris williamson mm-hmm. is the same way he's got super interesting people on his show so there's this need for people to not only learn more but um you know uh just like find something yeah find something to yeah so it's like outside of Victor, Victor Frankel's, Frankel, yeah. yeah, Victor yeah. Frankel. Anybody listening, please read Victor Frankel's "Man's Search for Meaning." It's about a he's a Jewish uh, psychologist who uh, who went to Auschwitz and um, he had a Sur- survive the concentration sur- camps. Survive the concentration camps and had a very unique perspective of how, how people get through difficulty. And it's through meaning, really. So, um, and and that this is what Jordan Peterson is talking about, and this is what this podcast is going to be talking about. We're going to be kind of doing this deep dive search, uh, and you know, we're going to go from we're going to talk about movies occasionally, but um, and but a lot of the time yep. we're going to, and a lot of times the deep things that make movies what we love are part of the things that Jordan talks about. Mm-hmm. Like he, he did a deep dive into like a uh, Lion King. He did a deep dive to into Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. Those and are really just some of these lectures. shows that, uh, you know, that people uh, love. Right. And we're, we're going to talk about them a lot of a lot of movies and just like what they mean to us and like what the deep dive into like why we think they mean something deep mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. and we're that's that's what this is about we're yeah. we're we're going to deep dive into those things you know it'll be kind of random yeah cuz hence the name of the, the show brothers random. the brothers random I think our next episode, we're going to try to do a deep dive into um, uh, Exodus, which I'm showing right now. Mm-hmm. So we are not paid by the Daily Wire, which p- produces this. Um, we're just fans. And uh, Exodus is very good. And uh, what we are going to do is we're going to try to, after watching each episode, we're going to try to basically um, uh, talk about it, talk about it and just discuss what we liked about it, that sort of thing. So anyway, I'm sharing this with you. So the audience, if they are interested, can listen to that uh, before we do our thing. We'll see where this goes. It's uh, very much an experiment, and um, we hope that you guys come along for the and I'm ride. I'm sure. I'm sure in the future we'll look 
back on our first episode and be like, man, that was shit. But yeah, that's yeah. what that's progression. Jordan Peterson talks about starting out something as the, as the fool. Yeah. You're always going to start something as the fool, right? So we're just fools. So we're just fools. We're just starting this out and, yeah. and hopefully we'll, we'll get we'll better get at it. So anyway, uh, if so, you're interested, uh, do all the, I guess this is the point where we beg for your guys' subscription. Please follow us. Yeah, please really follow us online. Do all this stuff. We'll put. We'll put. Uh, we need to buy Michael a better mic. Social media and things like that. In we'll put the social media and everything like that in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. All right, brother. We'll call it. Until next a, time. We need a side out of some kind. I don't know. We'll think of it, maybe. <laughs> so, anyway, we will talk uh, later. Until next time. Great. See ya.